everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Um, okay. So we're talking about passive aggressive behavior and managing passive aggressive behavior of others specifically, I think. Yes. I think that's what we talked about. Yes. Um, I love passive aggressive behavior. Mm-hmm. I think I'm really good at it. In, in Just performing in it yourself or what's that? In, in like engaging in it, in it yourself. Oh or? yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm really good at that. It's not one of my favorite things about myself, mm-hmm. but I'm really gifted Passive aggressive behavior. We all do that, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you <laughs> <laughs> Some of the tox- topics we talk about, I'm like, ooh, I'm 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 the king of that. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of them. Yeah. I try not to be passive aggressive, and it really irritates me when other people are passive aggressive to me. So, yeah, I get this. We're all we're all guilty of doing it from time to time. Yeah, you yeah. are too. You mitten a little. Oh, for sure. Passive aggressive behavior. Yeah, for sure. How do you define passive aggressive behavior? Mm. We all know what it is, but yeah, just for um, our audience, kind of you're resisting something. So there's some form of resistance, uh-huh. right? Um, I don't like what you said, what you requested. What um, you did. It, it upset. Yeah, what you did. Um, so there's some form of resistance. Um, so hence the aggressive part, I guess. And then the passive part is more of like I'm doing it indirectly. Yeah. Roundabout kind of thing. Yeah, that indirect, some somehow indirectly communicating your resistance, frustration, distress uh, with somebody's behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. generally. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and the thing is, right, because it is passive, it's not obvious. It's not in your face, right? Mm-hmm. So then that way you get to deny, like, I'm not that way. I'm just tired or, you know, I'm just really busy and can't see you for another three months because you um, couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah. It's almost a way to avoid the responsibility mm-hmm. of how you feel, right. your frustration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and just kind of uh, passively communicate to another person you're irritated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either by, I, I've seen people like procrastinate. They'll, they'll. Like, I don't want to do that, so I'm just not going to do it up until, like, the last moment or until you've reminded me 15 times sure. or just avoiding a task altogether. Or, of course, we're all familiar, I think, more with the verbal forms of passive-aggressive behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think is at the heart of that? I mean, it's all, you know, arguably everything is, like, a result of learning, right? Some combination of, of, of learning and, and your own personal experience and temperament, etc. But what do you think it's at the heart of this passive aggressive way of being? <laughs> I think I think it could be a few things. One, um I think socially sometimes we're just taught not to be assertive or aggressive mm, mm-hmm. uh, in any way. And so sometimes just explicitly communicating your frustration with somebody can be too um conflict ridden and people avoid conflict a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't wanna they don't want to get into conflict. Um, so rather than me just say, Dwayne, I'm really tired of, you know, you being late to our recording sessions. Sometimes I'll be like, well, I've already started without you, you know? Right. And, and you, it, it's kind of a way of, um, hinting frustration rather than really kind of explicitly, um, addressing it. Mm-hmm. By the way, you're never late to our sessions. So no, I'm very punctual most of the time. Um, 
So, so I think it's, there's, there's some avoidance evolved. Sometimes I think people use humor the same way to kind of avoid conflict. So mm. sometimes they think it's funny. Lessen um, the blow or cushion it. Or yeah, or to, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of a glancing <laughs> blow rather than a direct uh, uh, assault. Um, mm-hmm. And so I would think some sort of avoidance is at the heart of it in some way or another, either wanting to avoid conflict or soften the blow, so to speak, or, mm-hmm. um, it, or, or maybe avoid your own sense of guilt by being too explicit. You know, you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. So you'll dance around the topic or mm-hmm. do one of these, do some kind of passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. And I see it explicitly as like a skill deficit. Um, of course it's a combination of, uh, learning from your environment, right? Because if you start out with a skill deficit, I'm, I don't quite know how to exp- even identify how I feel or what I want maybe, right? Mm-hmm. And so because I lack the clarity, I may not be able to engage in um, a productive, constructive behavior to get it, right? And then in combination, maybe, uh, and then I, I, I just happen to uh, behave in a passive-aggressive way, and then it, it works out somehow. The people in my life um, respond to that. I don't have to admit fault, and then they can, because they feel guilty, maybe, as a result of the passive-aggressive behavior, mm-hmm. um, they jump in and they apologize, and they take the blame. Well, now I've learned that, oh, I can just re- behave that way and not have to own it, right? Right. Yeah. For instance. So I think it starts with some type of a skill deficit, not being able to identify what you think or how you feel um, and then therefore not being able to communicate that or engage in more effective ways. That's interesting. So you feel like maybe there's there's a um, th- that an individual might just not understand what they're feeling or what it is they want. Mm-hmm. And so they're they procrastinate. They, they'll avoid um some request or, or, um, uh, behave in a way that, that, um, it, it communicates more their frustration than the explicit thing that they want, what they don't know, right. guess, which is what they don't know. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that with like, uh, avoidance altogether, like a behavioral avoidance of like, I'm not going to do that thing sure. or, or procrastination. Yep. Um, verbal passive aggressive comments. I'm curious, do you think those also that that person might not exactly know what they want? I, I think a part of it is that, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm not saying the skill deficit is, is everything, but I think a sure. part of it is, is that, right? Or maybe I have a hard time like dealing with confrontation. It feels icky and overwhelming and kind yeah. of dreadful, right? And so I've learned to kind of like beat around the bush and then maybe the people around my life kind of read between the lines and then they do what what. I, the, the implied thing, right? Now I've in, inadvertently been trained to maybe repeat that pattern of, of um, speaking you know, or behaving in a more passive aggressive way, right? Which um, um, robs me of the chance to actually learn to do it the alternative way, which is to confront, yeah. to address, to When you're alluding solve. to a dynamic that can get set up inside a relationship mm-hmm. where um, most of us can read between the lines and and see that somebody's upset and frustrated and alter our behavior. But right. what you're what you're pointing out is that also reinforces the yes. other person kind of behaving in that passive aggressive way. Um, and so, if you're getting your way by being passive aggressive, mm-hmm. it's likely you'll that do you'll it again. Doing it, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, I this is interesting. I mean, I, I tend to be sarcastic anyway. Sometimes when I speak. Um, and uh, yeah, I think sarcasm and uh, passive aggressive 
can kind of dovetail nicely together sometimes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, I like what you're saying. So identifying what you want, uh, identifying what you want or what you're, why you're frustrated can be a skills deficit where a lot of people don't right. have the, or, or haven't developed the insight to be able to really clearly label for themselves mm-hmm. what it is that's bothering them and, and, and how to explicitly communicate that to somebody. Right. And maybe I don't even realize that I'm angry or maybe I, it, it does. I know that I'm, maybe I'm pissed off. You did something that pissed me off, but maybe I don't know what about it made me, you know, uh, like pissed me off or maybe Maybe there's a little bit of anger, but maybe there's also sadness or rejection in there. Without me being clear around that, um, I might not be able to explicitly communicate that with you and then to hopefully get you to come in and troubleshoot and and, and meet my needs, right? Either repair the the, confronta- the, the, the conflict, right? Um, or, or to meet my needs, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To, to assertively communicate mm-hmm. what it is you want and, and how that might be met by the other individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, so I, I, I do, bo- I, 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 I like this uh, assertion that you made that, that kind of not exactly understanding some yourself uh, may impede this, uh, uh, or, or, uh, fan the flames of that passive aggressive, uh, kind yes. of communication. Um, I also think though that people are really conflict avoidant mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. um, and, and maybe still because they don't want to feel guilty, um, about just kind of being assertive, um, or they just, you know, for whatever reason, they don't, they don't like being, um, confronted about their own stuff so they they don't confront other people about their stuff or whatever it is but there's a lot of conflict avoidant motivations Mm -hmm. for passive aggressive behavior sure so it could be like something that is unique to the person more and more and more individual more personal Mm -hmm. right or it could be some combination like cultural stuff as well like I'm I'm, I was born in Vietnam came as you know as a kid and so um straddling both cultures and both generations has really helped to kind of highlight the effect of culture you know um or cultural conventions etc on a person so yeah I was Mm -hmm. raised you know female you're more like demure you uh, avoid conflict you have to kind of gloss things over smooth things over kind of thing and then you throw age on top of it I mean up to this point I've compared to other people in my life I all I've always been younger right so by virtue of being younger you also um can't be as um um uh, uh, assertive um mm-hmm. or, or outspoken for instance right um so that's made me very uh aware of the impact of how I mean I'm stating the obvious but uh personally for me to be aware of the impact of not only the the culture as an ethnic culture but also my family's culture too in terms of how they um instilled mm-hmm. um this this way of communicating relaying relating displaying feelings right has to be like roundabout <laughs> yeah not not direct mm-hmm. yeah I, and this always um, surprises me, I think, in, in relationships, and maybe it's just because I'm a psychologist, but I'm always surprised at how people avoid explicit conversation. Yes. It, it just, it's fascinating. And and I'm sure there are gender differences, cultural differences. Sure. I, I think those are um, spot-on observations. I also think um, I'm, I, I'm constantly surprised just in general at how afraid people are to really label what the what the problem is in a relationship and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've seen I've seen couples, individuals, 
um, who have have really intense feelings about a situation maybe in their relationship um, and and it's really intense for them and, and when I ask you know how the other person has responded to their concerns they're like oh I don't talk about I don't talk about this with them <laughs> right you know mm-hmm. whether it's um, sexual intimacy needs mm-hmm. or um, hurt feelings or um, you know I mean big things that are kind of repetitively coming up in a relationship um, for long periods of time and they still have not explicitly said here's Mm-hmm. the problem mm-hmm. um rather instead there's a lot of uh resentment anger hostility that's built up some passive aggressive sure. kind of things going on mm-hmm. um that that you know the worst thing about being passive aggressive is the other person doesn't get it <laughs> you know and right. and although most people can, can kind of read between though, the lines right? <laughs> if you're not explicit man, right. is it is it uh possible to for people to not quite understand um why you're upset or, right. or or misread why you're upset. Right. Um, I, I've seen that a lot right. before too, where you're Which trying to say gonna... one thing, but everybody else is right. putting together a, a story all their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is only going to make you even more pissed off, more angry. Yeah. And if you are the person who has a hard time identifying how you're feeling, why you're feeling it, then oh man. Yeah. <laughs> or, e- or even if you do, you just kind of add another pound of resentment. Yes into your backpack, so to speak. Right. Um, with each unanswered kind of passive aggressive, uh, comment, um, which pulls for you to be that much more passive aggressive because you know, it, it prompts you to keep doing what your MO has been, what you're good at, what you've had a lot of practice with. Right. Or you get an explosion of just aggressive. Right, 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 right. Yeah. 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 Where the passive aggressive, um, isn't good enough and you just need to be outright aggressive. But you know, in those instances, in my experience, it's, after the fact, their rationalization or their explanation of that, it's because I got to, you know, like my breaking point or I got, I got, got driven to a point where I just had to explode. Yeah. Um, again, kind of giving them a, uh, a protected, convenient um, explanation for why they can still continue to be passive. A passive aggressive, right? Um, but it's when they're aggressive and and maybe a little bit more overt and explicit. That's only the exception. It's only when I'm pushed to the brink. Yeah. Right. Not that way. Maybe there is another alternative to passive aggressiveness. Yeah, and and usually by the time you hit that aggressive aggressive point, <laughs> um, there's so much um, repair and embarrassment around what happened in the aggressive aggressive right. point that that uh, their original concern can be kind of lost mm-hmm. um yeah yeah so this brings up my antidote for dealing with other other people's okay. um passive aggressive behavior i'm going to take notes so i'll use it on you, you. ready it's yes. really simple <laughs> um you just you just um simply respond by throwing it back in their face okay in this way where you say when you say that it makes me think that you're really irritated that i'm late and not that it's a joke. Are you really irritated that I'm late? Right? Oh, okay. And so when you get that hint of someone being passive aggressive with you, um, I think it's better almost just to call it out. Yes. Yeah. And just label it really right away not in, in the a mean moment. Way, but to say, hey, when you say that you started without me that way, are you frustrated that I'm late? 
or are, are you are you okay that I'm a little running a little behind? So I'm hearing two components in there that you're stating your experience, right? Like I see you as irritated from mm-hmm. me being, you know, as a result of me being late. Is that right? So I'm on the second component is the clarification. Right. So you pick up on it right away. Right. Here's what I think. Is that right? Right. And you're doing it in the moment. I like it. Well, and... And, and for someone who's kind of habitually prone to this way of communicating, they'll squirm mm-hmm. a little bit. They don't, it's not comfortable because the, the whole reason they commuted passive aggressively is they didn't want conflict. And right. you're kind of now ex- explicitly kind of saying, hey, it appears that you're upset. And I think this might be why. Is that true? Right. Um, and because they didn't want to admit it in the first place, you might see them squirm a little bit. But I would hold that line um, and, and not in a, not in a, um, a mean way. But just to really kind of clarify what's going right. on here, you know, are, right. are you upset that I'm late? Um, and let's have that conversation if so. Um, but it, the way you communicated that, I wasn't, I'm not sure and I would prefer you not do that. Yeah. 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 Even as you're talking, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling some of that like potential conflict, conflict? and tension. I'm intimidating. I got to put my face close to the microphone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but, but, you know, so I like that. So you're pointing that out, right? But I would imagine that if I've had a, a accrued a lifetime's worth of passive aggressiveness, right? When I'm being called out on it, I'm probably going to respond to that in a passive aggressive or, or at least passive way in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, hey, you know, I see you as kind of irritated. Um, is that is that right? I may go, no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just tired or I'm just hungry. Right. Um, Then what do you do then? I I, I might say, okay, that's fine. I I believe you. Please don't kind of make comments then that I might that I that are ambiguous like that one. I'm I'm not doing anything that's ambiguous. Okay, so I'm going to assume it's okay for me to show up when I show up to these things. And if that's not okay with you, you'll let me know. Sure, but you know it's not it's not a problem. Okay, and. And I don't think you can make people <laughs> right. be, be assertive. Um, but, but I think it's best even for your own mental health to call that out and say, yes. wait, which is this? Yeah. What's going on here? You can't change, right, the decision that they make, their yeah. response for and they sure. they may obfuscate and, and mm-hmm. deny that because mm-hmm. it is kind of putting them on the spot. But yep. I think if you got but you in the habit of it. doing that, they would probably stop. <laughs> probably right <laughs> um or, or or else it leads to the you know inevitable question of maybe this is just not working right for for me this relationship yeah. but you know there's ample room to explore and troubleshoot etc before you get to that point yeah um but yeah well I, and i think if you can do it in a in a fairly calm manner now i, I wouldn't suggest doing that if you're upset if you're pissed off and somebody's passive aggressive, calling them out on it may not be the it may not be the right time to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you can do it calmly, usually you give people an out. Usually it's almost like opening a door to be be more assertive for them, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, I am a little irritated," mm-hmm. you know. And, and 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 it's okay then to have that conversation. Again, it's an explicit conversation, which can be uncomfortable for everybody, right? Um, right. Because if it's a person, if it's a person whose um, uh, challenge is being able to directly address and to deal with uh, effectively resolved uh, conflict, right? Um, that if you say it in a way that might um, overwhelm them, right, which mm-hmm. then further activate this, like, oh gosh, I can't deal with this. I'm yeah. overwhelmed.
overwhelmed, right? Then they're totally shutting down, right? So then if your initial goal was to facilitate a conversation, some way to troubleshoot this, right? You're you're done for. So it's also like watch, don't say it exactly um, what you said. Don't um, address it when you're upset, right? Mm -hmm. Um, um, Or or say in a way that might um, not entirely shut them down, right? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily for their sake, but for your sake because you want to address this and you want the hope of things changing. Yeah, and and to even offer the, you know, if it is a problem for you that I'm late, I I can totally understand that. I'd rather have that conversation, though, than, than, you know, a comment like that. I'm not sure how to take that. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually people get the hint pretty quickly. Sure. To kind of stop doing that. Yeah. 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 So related to that, my my other tip that I thought of was Mm -hmm. like, it, it may be hard, but chances are you're going to be able to identify this if you just kind of, you know, uh, put in some some effort to, to really examine it. But try to figure out, like, what's the purpose or the function behind um, that thing that they do that's passive aggressive, mm-hmm. right? Because chances are if they keep doing something, it's because them ty- there's some type of a payoff, right? Some reward, something that they do want that they're getting out of it, even at, at some cost, right? But because they are getting at least one reward, one payoff, right, um, from it, they're probably going to continue doing it. So um, the task is for you to try to, like, examine it and be a little savvy. Like, wait, every time I share with them that, wait, when you talk talk to me that way, it really upsets me. Or if you're late, right, it makes me feel like you don't value my time mm-hmm. or et cetera. Every time they bring that up and then the person um, behaves in um, this avoidant thing, like, oh, no, you know, I, I didn't mean anything by it. And, and if that upsets you, I just I just won't say anything. I just I just won't say anything anymore. <laughs> right. Um, then. And, and if you observe that type of pattern over time and you recognize that, oh, when they go into that mode, right, chances are I'm going to be, I'm going to feel guilty because I don't want the person to feel bad and then that changes our dynamic. So I'll just apologize. I'll feel bad. I'll mm-hmm. apologize. I'll say, you know what? I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought that up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you start noticing that that's the pattern behind that type of passive aggressive behavior because then it gets you to just admit all the fault and the other person doesn't need to do anything about it. Right then don't admit fault. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't apologize. So related to what yeah. you're saying, like what's the function behind that? Like what's actually, what are they getting out of behaving in this way and not give that to them? Yeah. Um, because if over time you stifle that, that payoff, th- they're not going to have any driving force um, yeah. to maintain that behavior. Yeah. We, we need to do a podcast about false apologies. That'd yes. be a good one. Yeah. Okay. Let's note that down. Yeah, I will. I'm writing <laughs> it down now. Um, yeah, I think you're right, though. If you, if someone's doing the passive aggressive um, approach, kind of figuring out what it is that they're getting out of that, mm-hmm. um, and also watching your own behavior around that, do you right. reinforce it by apologizing? Do you reinforce mm-hmm. it by just not bringing it up again? Um, what are you doing that might actually kind of continue or, or, or uh, influence them in continuing to use that type of? Uh, communication. Right. I'll, I'll just drop this or I'll just, you know, like um, do a superficial sorry or something, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, get it over. It's, uh, get it over with. It's it's not worth it. Right. Mm-hmm. But wait a minute. By you giving in, you've just reinforced this person to behave in this way again. Right? Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's interesting, though, but I, I feel like um, this is a gross general generalizing statement, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like if if you have relationships that are worth it, that, that you feel like you want to hold on to, um, then I think 
passive aggressive behavior or avoiding explicit conversations is is at that relationship's kind of peril mm. detriment mm-hmm. that if if you're not able to resolve issues within within a relationship you may not have that relationship for very long right um and, and so if if you do find yourself in those situations you know even if it's a even if you're on the receiving end of that passive aggressive kind of behavior if it's a relationship you want be explicit about that and call those those things out and have conversations about them yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um so so yeah so so i would think to i to figure out like the the function behind mm-hmm. the behavior not to give that to them right so your your um removing anything that would then support or maintain that behavior over time. Um, And related to what you were saying before, like calling out the behavior in the moment as it's happening, Mm -hmm. um, it's um, might be somewhat easier um, in an existing relationship because you will have already had a history, a a collection of their behaviors, right? Harder probably um, with a new relationship because you don't have enough information. You don't know them enough. You don't have a wide enough um, experience um, base to be able to determine like, is this like a one-time deal? Is this Mm -hmm. how they are all the time? But all the more so um, either existing relationship or new, right? Still call it out. Like um, the the way that um, you brought it up, Todd, like this is how I take it. Yeah. Is that true? Is is that right? Um, Help me understand this. Yeah. You say this is the impression I get. Yes. When you say it that way, is that what you intended? Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then also just bring up, one behavior at a time. Mm. Don't bring up like the history of, you know, you do this and then you do the other thing. And then remember last week, Mm -hmm. um, again, if you're bringing that up and you're wanting this person to possibly hear you and change, if you're piling it on, you're only going to tax their system and overwhelm them. And then they're going to be like, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. Especially if they're conflict avoidant. (laughs) Yeah. Um, right. That, that, so stay present, call it out and stick to that, just that one behavior, that one thing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and then be a broken record. Just, Hey, you know, just, just wanted to let you know that it seems like you're irritated or you're upset or, you know, and to your point, if someone's really conflict avoidant, they still will probably want to avoid conflict. Right. Yeah. So in that case, you just be a broken record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just makes me feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> just makes me think that. Yeah. Um, and lastly, I think um, from my uh, perspective is hard, easier said than done, but try not to be passive aggressive yourself right <laughs> <laughs> because it kind of weakens your stance <laughs> if yeah, you're saying hey yeah. stop being passive aggressive and uh, you're behaving that way yourself and you do it too yes yeah, it's not yes. gonna help you're right mm-hmm. you're right did yeah. you have anything else <laughs> no i you know I, I think that this can become a habit and and again i think some people use it as kind of a funny way to communicate um i, I i've noticed i do it in a way i think sometimes that I, I hope it's so clear to the person, you know, and, and but still not a good thing to do. You know, mm-hmm. I'll say something passive aggressive, but I make it so passive aggressive. It's kind of obvious, um, which is 
odd. Why not just say it explicitly? Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is a better thing to do. Right. So. You're spending the same, you know, breath, time yeah, and all that. Well. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, this is uh, one last thing. Um, I'm working with uh, Lucas, my youngest son. He's going to be three soon. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think there's any aggressive part to him, but he's communicating in a like a passive, unclear kind of way by, by mm-hmm. way of like making requests. Right. He'll go, Mama, I'm hungry. And I go, yeah, I can see that you're uh-huh. hungry, but what would you like me to do so that you're no longer hungry? Like, this is how I talk mm-hmm. to him, Todd. <laughs> yeah. What would you like me to do so that you don't, you're not hungry anymore? Uh, I mean, it's taken a long time, but now he's able to come back and go like, mama, can you get me some food? Right. right. Then I'm like, okay, now I know exactly what you need. Uh-huh. Right, I'll do that. I'll get you some food so you're not hungry anymore. I go out of my way to, ex- right? Um, they, even though this only addresses the passive side of things, um, this is only three, there's no, um, you know, psychological aggression <laughs> on, on his part. But I think it's so um, related to this idea of if, a source, a source of it is um, skill deficit, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, this is a simple example of a skill deficit or, or an underdeveloped skill, right? Yeah. Speaking in an, an explicit, direct way um, so that you're more likely to get what you want. Yeah, and that's, that's the whole point, I think, is that you're even with passive-aggressive comments, you're hoping that it has some impact on the other person, um, but you're not doing yourself any favors, by, by doing it in a passive-aggressive way, it decreases the chances you're going to get what you want and increases the likelihood that the other person is going to be somewhat offended or frustrated right. by that comment. Right. So, Unless you're doing it, maybe the ulterior motive is to punish the other person, yeah. right? Yeah, um, probably, yeah. But then the yeah. question is still like, what do you get out of <laughs> yeah. punishing them? Okay, now you're successful. Feeling now really what? witty. That's what... That's <laughs> 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 hey, everyone. Gwen and I really appreciate you listening to our podcast. Please rate us on iTunes. And if you have any questions or comments or topics you'd like us to discuss, please let us know in the comment section as well. Thank you. Thank you.